0: looking to get into the holiday spirit visit the temple theater in saginaw they will be showing white christmas die hard yes as a christmas movie on december 15th not in the holiday spirit that's all right too in january the the 2020 saginaw silver screen series will be kicking off again saginaw silver screen is an amazing experience featuring classic films insightful commentary and interactive experiences all on the great lakes bay region's grandest stage Tickets and more details on specific events can be found on templetheater.com, and you can also find Temple Theater on Facebook. So. Nice. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Connor's back.
1: Hey, um, everyone.
0: And this is the Break From Boredom podcast. We have a
1: lot to catch up on.
0: Yes. Um Before we get too far into it, uh, I'm Ethan Ludwig.
1: I'm Connor Rousseau.
0: And you can always contact us on the Facebook group or page uh, just Break From Boredom Podcast. Or you can send us an email at breakfromboredompodcast at gmail.com. And if you are listening live, if you're on Mixler, you can send in comments that we can see right away.
1: Ooh, Brooke Elward is listening to our podcast.
0: (laughs) And, um... Also, if you are listening uh, on Apple Podcasts, um, like on a later date, the times will be changing, so you might be able to uh, listen in to future shows. Yes. Because this will be our last show for this semester, and then we've got to find another time that we can actually both be in here next semester. And Connor just put the tissues in
1: front of me. Uh, This entire semester has gone by so fast, and I'm sure anybody that, you know, high school went by very fast for me, and now it's like college is going even faster. And I don't know, it's just hard to explain, because in college, are there any college classes that run two semesters long?
0: I don't think so. You don't
1: think, yeah, because it just, it's like, we're already done with, it just goes by so fast, and... I feel like every single day I'm getting another email about how I owe the school money and tuition. It's like, just stop. I just paid off my last semester and now they're already contacting me about another semester. I'm getting 50 emails about course evaluations. This is all new to us, Ethan. I don't, it, you know, it's not too bad. I, I was in a, I was in public speaking today and there was a girl who gave a speech on how Saginaw Valley's a really good school and I totally agree. Adjusting to college life though is still very difficult.
0: It is, and in my Spanish class uh, yesterday, we had to write, do a ten minute write session, uh, just see where we are, and we had to uh, like practice talking about ourselves and our school because next semester we're gonna have conversations with. Uh, people from other countries. Oh and my gosh! Some live video chats. That
1: that is cool. So
0: we had to go through and think about things that we could talk about about the school and ourselves. So that's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs>
1: Como te llamas? <laughs> De donde eres? <laughs> que tal? I don't know what sort of things did what sort of things did you write about? Uh,
0: just like. A lot of the teachers, they, they get to know you, and mm-hmm. they get to know their students, and it's a small enough school where uh, you can learn a lot of uh, different people and uh, meet a lot of different people, sorry, and uh, just uh, get to know a lot of different people from different areas and make a lot of friends, because it's still a very small like community yeah and it feels very very much at home mostly at this school yeah like it's a big campus for what i'm used to because Mm -hmm. coming from hemlock right but it's still a very small community and the class sizes are usually really small and so you get to know almost everyone in your class
1: yeah i my smallest class is like 25 I mean, that that's smaller than a classroom I had when I was in elementary school. So it's really nice to see that it's more intimate. And you actually get your professors know your name. You know, that that stuff matters. I mean, yeah, we're in college. We're here to just learn and get out. But, I mean, really, it's more than that at Saginaw Valley. And uh, you're absolutely right. It, it's It's really a small campus, but it still is. Uh, an adjustment for us. I'm sure when when we get older and go through a few years here, it'll feel really small because everyone really knows everyone here. You don't want to upset someone here because if you do, they know people. It's like everyone knows everyone.
0: Yeah, and, like, we were told that the people that we're going to be talking to are from much larger communities where there's usually, like, uh, about ten times the population of Saginaw, mm-hmm. or so, vaguely. Um, so it, it's a much different perspective for them because they also want to know about like the town of Saginaw, right? Which, because it's not actually a city, because the population isn't big enough for that. Oh, so it's like a, it's like a town, village, yeah. whatever. I always
1: knew like Saginaw is not like a city. I mean, there's this. There's the city of Saginaw, which used to be a lot, you know, more bustling, and
0: it, it used to be a much bigger community. Yeah, uh, but it it's gone uh, downhill, and there's a lot of improvements being made and trying to improve the city. Yeah, there are. They
1: they fixed a lot of the roads, I think. But seriously, like I hate driving in Michigan, like. I don't know if I ever said this before to you or anyone on the air, but uh, like when when my high school band took a trip to Florida, <laughs> when we got out of Michigan, it was just
0: you can instantly tell oh, when you that's... you switch state lines. It's terrible. Like, whenever we're out of state and driving back, uh, we always like we're like, wait for it. You wait for it, and then you feel start bumping in your car, and you're like, we're finally back in Michigan. Yep, yep. <laughs> when you jolt awake at the...
1: It, it's. I used, to, I used to, like, rest my head on the window. I'd need a pillow, because it's just... You do in Michigan. And when you're driving, you're like, I'm destroying my tires right now. Like, this is just awful. It,
0: driving in Michigan is a lot of apologizing to your car when you hit too big of a pothole. Yeah, and sometimes
1: and, they're unavoidable. And, and they just
0: fill it with, like, some cement, and it's like, oh, it's patched up it's like oh here's a pothole uh, it it's not too big it'll be fine oh that sounded expensive ooh mm-hmm. i'm sorry car <laughs> yeah the 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 second you
1: pull into my neighborhood there's like this it's it looks like just a bu- a bunch of like just this mountain i mean it's a bunch of holes that were filled up five years ago or whatever, and it's like they fix it up and then it's back to normal, and then it's then after a year or two it's back to the crappy version. I mean, they fixed that. They fixed a whole stretch of road on Center Road, and it was really smooth. It's really nice, <laughs> and it's it's lasted pretty well. But I can already tell it's getting all messed up again. Yeah. Car accidents. When car accidents happen, they like take a little. They take a cheap one dollar broom and try and sweep some up. There's still <laughs> glass everywhere. I saw a guy throw a cigarette out a window. It's just like our roads are disgusting.
0: It, and it's like uh, if they when they fix it, they need to do it the right way yeah. to make sure it stays fixed, mm-hmm. which I'm obviously not informed in a lot of things about construction. Right. But there's something that they just need to do differently. Yeah. Because it, it's it a doesn't lot of, last.
1: Yeah. Right. I've heard of like water absorbing cement that, you know, it's flooding on the road and, you know, certain, just, just a bunch of stuff. But here's the thing. And I'm probably being hypocrite. (laughs) People complain that the roads suck, but then when the people go out to fix the roads, they complain that they can't drive on it. It's like, (laughs) it doesn't, it doesn't just poof. And then there's a new
0: road. I mean, it takes weeks Uh, of. Sometimes it's, only complaining about the construction because of the timing that they choose to do it. Sure. Like last year, uh, near the end of the school year uh, in Hemlock, they decided to do road construction right in front of the school. Oh, gosh. It, so we had to, uh, for like four weeks or so, we yeah. had to go the back way into the uh, into the school, mm-hmm. pushing a lot of traffic down... Uh, Like for the high school down the road for the middle school and the elementary and making that a lot more heavy traffic and uh, having to monitor those entrances a lot more because they just got rid of an entrance Mm -hmm. before the school year was done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they did that at one of they
1: did that at my elementary school, um, Hemeter Elementary Hemeter Road they fixed, but they did it in the summertime when no one had school Exactly that and makes no sense. one was complaining. That makes sense. But I mean, traffic is traffic is really bad in the morning, even if you have perfect roads. Like at oh, my yeah. middle school, people were crazy. They would just start honking and, and driving all over the place and kids are running around. They're not looking. It's just a nightmare in the parking lot. And gosh, imagine if they had to like fix up a whole parking lot and there's no room for anyone... <laughs> No drop off, no family oh pickup.
0: That, I mean, that's kind of like what happened with the Meyer and shields because that was just getting redone recently. And they took out like a quarter of the parking lot, planted grass and some trees in there and mm. it made it look really nice. Yeah, it was just they did that and all the reconstruction of the actual building all at the same time. So it was very difficult to get into mire and figure out where things were yeah. to actually do your shopping. It's like if you have bad lungs and you can't
1: breathe, so they take out your lungs and spend 10 minutes to fix them. And it's like, oh, we're fixing them, but you can't breathe for 10 minutes.
0: That's the weirdest analogy I've but ever. But it makes heard. sense, doesn't yeah. it? I
1: was thinking about doing another analogy, like if there's a water pipe and you have to take the pipe out to fix it, and the water starts spraying everywhere. And then,
0: I don't know, it's just the problem is you're not mm-hmm. going to stop traffic, and- it's going to keep coming. And uh, water pipes is another sensitive subject for us in Michigan. Oh, is this about your basement? No, no, uh, Flint. <laughs> oh yeah, I
1: I have not heard any news about that recently. What does that mean? Does that mean that they fixed it? Does that mean that they we don't care? Uh, what does that mean? It
0: means that that it's been in the news for a while already, and they have other news stories to mm. cover. Even people though it's are not getting
1: fixed. people are getting bored. Yes Right. That's if I lived in Flint there are people that are suffering like permanent health effects and I would be so mad I'd be suing the government I'd be Oh yeah uh, I would be livid I would just oh god people we should not people should not have to deal with that and I can tell you one thing something like that would not happen in Saginaw Township the wealthy elite Saginaw I mean Saginaw Township has a pretty diverse wealth range but there are a lot of very rich people that live in Saginaw Township and if something like that were to happen here Oh boy, it would be people would be breaking down the doors of the government buildings. But Flint, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of people in Flint,
0: she was like they didn't notice for a long time.
1: That's true. Yeah, they did. They didn't know, and it just it wasn't like an instant. Oh my God, the water's absolutely terrible.
0: Yeah, it, it was like oh, it's like you know, and. I specifically said something before we started. We're not going to get into things as political as we did when Brendan was in here. Mm. So I'm not going to go into many of the details about this topic because I really don't want to deal with that right now. Well, you know what? All all
1: politics aside then, I don't care what side you're on. It's an issue and it needs to be fixed. I think there are some things that's like... You know... It's a nonpartisan issue. It is. There are lots of controversial issues and stuff like that, but I think when we get to an issue like this where it's like our own citizens are getting sick and whatever, it's like it's not a matter of picking sides. I mean, what it's a matter of is picking sides on how you want to fix the issue. It's not a matter of like, oh, it's not an issue,
0: And. This also kind of relates to what I was talking about with Paige while you were gone last week. Because uh, we were talking about insulin prices. Oh, and yeah. Like that is getting skyrocketed and mm-hmm. people dying because they can't afford insulin. Yeah. And these companies not caring about the people that are dying and have brought the ashes of their children who died because they couldn't get enough insulin mm-hmm. to their company. They did not care. It's not a partisan issue. It's so much cheaper in Canada for a, this exact same vial of insulin. It is 10% of the price it is in the United States for a single vial of insulin. Really? Yes. It's $36 in Canada. 360 per vial in the United States. And you go through two or three vials a month that's a lot of money and especially when your insurance can't or like refuses to cover it for whatever reason because yeah. insurance uh those businesses care they care for their own interest and it's all about the
1: money and how do we get into this we were talking about i don't know we were talking about my analogy about water pipes about traffic and roads and then I don't oh even know gosh. how we got
0: started on roads, and I. How did we get started on roads? I don't know. Ask ask that one guy that always
1: <laughs> listens, Vic Vinegar. I, I
0: don't see him in the chat right now. What? I know Vic. He, he's slacking today. If
1: Vic's not here, what's the point of doing the show? <laughs> we need him. Uh, oh boy. Anyways. Yeah. I'd... That's a. Well, and you know, also the whole feminine product thing, and how it's oh, like a luxury. God. Depends on how you think about God. it, though if you think about it, there are a lot of like third world countries where they don't have that. So to them, it is a luxury. It's like, you know, it's, it's just very, I'm not a woman. I don't know what it's like. Uh,
0: Yeah. A luxury to me is like the chair we're sitting in right
1: now. Yeah. The chair we're sitting in or luxury to us is, Oh, I got nails done. And then, in a third world country, luxury is actually food to eat for dinner.
0: I I I just gotta apologize a little bit because I specifically said I wasn't gonna get political. And I pulled then I you into just it. Got I'm sorry. Very very heated because I do any time I talk about insulin. insulin. Uh, well, well, here
1: I can bring us back out of it. In Canada. <laughs> in Canada speak because we were talking about Canada and sure. how their insulin's cheaper. Sure. Well, in Canada I also heard that teachers are respected more, get paid more and like they're respected as much as engineers because of the work they do. And in the United States it's like it's like teachers are part of a service industry and the parents are the customers and the customers always right and oh, if you're not giving my child a good grade, I'm going to sue you and like I had a teacher that was like sued for discrimination and racism because there was like a a black student in the class who uh, didn't do well on a test and the mom was like oh that's racist and it's like it was a multiple choice test <laughs> how is that racist and you know I, oh, I I'm excited to be a teacher but I I I I can't stop thinking about all these things that could happen
0: and like they. Like uh, teachers going on strike is illegal. Like, uh, it's illegal, right? mm-hmm. and that opens the doors to a lot of mistreatment mm-hmm. and uh, inability to fight. <laughs> the The biggest
1: protest they can do is like go to a board meeting. Yeah, if they're not at home grading papers.
0: But recently in Chicago, there was a big protest for the teachers because they weren't getting treated with anywhere near enough uh respect or getting enough pay and so there was a huge march for these teachers Mm -hmm. and that that is a good thing to see
1: i don't want to sound like an anarchist but i think sometimes you need to break the law to make a point
0: that's yeah uh it's the saying, I think, it is something like um, laws don't always equal morality, mm-hmm. because at some point slaves were legal. Mm-hmm.
1: Hitler didn't break the law, right?
0: In I, his country,
1: he didn't break the law.
0: I don't know, except
1: that one period where he was in jail. You know, but when he was the dictator of Germany, you know, he didn't do anything illegal. I everything he did was like, oh yeah, you go. Cause that was their ideology and all that. Yeah, yeah. And here we were like, "Oh, that's despicable." Yeah. These ignoble actions.
0: We're we're getting to the other section of like, how did we get to this topic? Mm-hmm. And also, um, Ashley said that um, uh, feminine hygiene product. Hemi- <laughs> feminine hygiene products are not luxury. Just. I don't think they're a luxury. I just think that there are
1: a lot of people in third world countries that don't have them at all and they they like have to deal with that. Like it's kind of like a perspective thing. I think that um depending on how you think about it, you know, anything can be a luxury. Food to eat is a luxury. Uh being in good health is a luxury. Having if you're in a third world country and you get feminine products, that's a luxury. But here in the United States where you know, we we're more healthy, we live longer, it's really not a luxury. But universally I agree it's not a luxury to have to take taking care of your body is not a luxury. You know, that's a need. It's a need as much as you need to put food in your belly and water down your throat.
0: I, I could not tell at all where you were going when you started that statement.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I sort of went all over. You know, it, it's, like, it's like saying, okay, we are going to start putting a luxury tax on clothes because clothes are a luxury. No, they're not. You need to wear them.
0: And especially with, like, the weather as bad as it is and as cold as it is, you need warm clothes. Oh, yeah, you won't. And lots of layers.
1: You got to be inside all the time. I mean, honestly, right now, like, a phone is considered a luxury, but I don't think that's going to last much longer because you can't even, like, apply for a job without a phone. It's like everything's online now. Yeah. We were doing course evaluations, and most of them are online. I did one where you had to, like, write
0: i did my first course evaluation today, and it was just like ten questions like agree strongly mm-hmm. or disagree strongly, and then just a few like write out like some extra comments you have mm-hmm.
1: nothing too crazy, but no professor had to leave the room, yep, it was like can't be here. <laughs> that's when everyone could let it let it out,
0: yeah um. So, it was just Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah! Yeah, that was this weekend, uh, Mm -hmm. last Thursday. So, uh, uh, do you have things to share about your Thanksgiving and uh, things that you were doing instead of being here with us?
1: Nothing, (laughs) Nothing too crazy. I mean, let me think. We actually... As a family, we used to be a family of 10, and then my grandma passed away, and my cousin is gone right now, Um, so... We had eight of us. We actually, we usually eat at home. We cook and whatever, but that was a little too much for my grandpa this year. And usually he and my grandma would do all of it. And my mom would bring like a casserole or something and whatever. Um, We'd always have a cheese ball, (laughs) crackers. But this year we actually went out. We went to Sullivan's on Mm. Gratiot. Yes. And they were busy. I mean, like they're... A lot of people go out for Thanksgiving, and I know Cracker Barrel is a big for that. I just, I feel bad for the people that have to work on holidays. I mean, yeah. my my dad is working on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day at right. Hemlock Semiconductor. And, yeah. he, you know, he's fine with it because, you know, we'll still have Christmas together. I mean, it's not like he's gone forever, like, the whole day. I mean, he'll get to, like, see us, open presents and whatever. But he gets, like, time and a half pay or whatever so he'll do it for the money
0: and uh my dad was telling me when he worked at meyer like they made the employee work on the holiday but it was a much shorter shift okay and that's like kind of how they were uh treating the holidays is meyer open in christmas uh at least for thanksgiving i'm not sure about christmas
1: What places are even open on Christmas? McDonald's? I'm sick and tired of McDonald's bragging about it. Like, it's something they're proud of. They're like, we're open on Christmas. Aren't we special? No! That makes me not want to go to your place. Like, it's so... I feel terrible for the workers that have to come in on Christmas morning when they should be with their families.
0: Of course, there are people that don't celebrate Christmas. Oh, well,
1: that's just, you know... I hope they're celebrating something, because Christmas is a wonderful time of the year. And if you're, like, Hanukkah or whatever, you know, at least you're celebrating something. I I know a lot of, like, people that say they're atheists, but then they still, like, celebrate Christmas, like it's this big deal, but...
0: Yeah. Um.
1: I'm just disappointed because when I was little, I would ask for, like, Legos and little cameras and video games for Christmas, and now... The thing that excites me the most is getting a planner and a calendar and maybe some (laughs) pens and a gas card. (laughs) Like, that's not fun. I wish Uh, I were younger. The the joy of Christmas disappears when you get older. One of the most
0: exciting things that, like, I get from my grandparents, like, every year they always get us clothes. And, like, for some reason, my grandma always knows, like, some sort of outfit or shirts or whatever that we will like. Yeah. And it's really nice mm-hmm. material. And it's like every year. It's always looking forward to what sort of uh, clothes she will get us for Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's good. <laughs> um, but I was going to say like over Thanksgiving, what I did um, um, on uh, actual Thanksgiving day, I went over to my girlfriend's uh, grandparents' house and had uh, lunch with them because it was at the same time as my family's celebration. So we were there for a couple hours and then uh, went over to my house and they'd finished eating, but my family was still there. And then as they were still there, my mom got a text from her either mother or sister and said that they were going to come to our house. As well, oh wow, out of nowhere, you had an so, eventful day, uh like my dad's family like uh like they left shortly after some of my mom's family got to our house, mm-hmm. but then we still had them over for a long time, so it was like uh people at our house from like noon till ten o'clock at night on thanksgiving hmm and it it was a lot of fun, and um uh over the break uh my parents and I saw uh, it 's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. I saw that too i I loved it mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it too it made me made me think a
1: lot about my life and I really related to the guy that I really related to the protagonist that was like working with doing the interview yeah yeah i because, you know, he really represents a lot of people. Like, it's just, I'm here to do my job, and I get in fights with people, life sucks. And then Mr. Rogers points it. Mr. Rogers is so, you know, a lot of people thought he was extremely creepy because of the way he really loved people, and, you know, he was calm and collected. People thought he was creepy because he was, like, he was abnormal. Because being that nice and that kind of people is abnormal in a society right you don't expect that yeah but it was really special there won't
0: be another person like no and i think tom hanks was a perfect choice to Mm -hmm. play mr rogers yeah a lot of people have said that he's great he did a great job with that role i i can't see anybody else doing that Mm -mm. and um it, when we were in the theater, like we went to the one by the mall where like hardly anybody goes there anymore, so oh yeah uh it was just like, a m c yeah yeah, my parents and I and like another family were the only ones in the whole theater so um uh my my mom like any time that they sung one of the songs, like for half of it, she was like just leaning over and singing it, oh, oh.
1: <laughs> you were probably like, uh <laughs> I don't know. I grew up with Mr. Rogers a little bit, but I don't remember much of it. I, I just remember some
0: guy in a red sweater. I never grew up with Mr. Rogers. My parents did, but they never had it on for me. For me, it was mostly like Sesame or not Sesame Street, the uh, The Wiggles, oh, a God. lot of the Wiggles. I
1: See, I, I was a big Sesame Street. Elmo, oh my gosh. Elmo was uh, my favorite.
0: My brother was a lot of Winnie the
1: Pooh. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, I remember Winnie the Pooh too. That was that was fun. I don't know. I liked Elmo better though. <laughs> oh no, I did have a Winnie the Pooh blanket though that I just loved, and then I threw up on it. I think so. <laughs> I think I think I knew one, but I like the old one that I threw up on um, better.
0: I still have a Scooby Doo uh, like a uh, comforter that's Aww. like on my bed still. Yeah, because it. Cause it i loved Scooby Doo mm-hmm. and so was my mom and uh that and Tom and Jerry is what we'd used to like sit at home and watch when mm-hmm. like I'd be sick and she had to stay home with me. It, like she'd make mac and cheese and we'd sit and watch Tom and Jerry and Scooby Doo.
1: Being sick is fun sometimes.
0: When you're little it can be fun.
1: Yeah. <laughs> when you're not throwing up and all that. That's the worst feeling. The feeling before you throw up, you're like, Oh god, it's coming. Oh my gosh. And then once you throw up, you feel great.
0: Uh, Sometimes
1: like, you know, when you get a sore throat or something really, really bad, when your throat finally feels better, you're like, Oh my gosh, what have I been missing? This is so great. And then when you don't have a sore throat, you take advantage
0: of it. Like, look, I can swallow and not feel pain. And it's also like, you never appreciate how much you can breathe through your nose until you. Can. Oh, that's I a perfect. That. Oh yeah. It, Oh.
1: <laughs> that um, is a great example
0: <laughs>
1: yeah oh gosh when you can only breathe through one that's terrible have you ever like been unable to breathe through your nose at all i've never i've never been through that it's always so, one
0: uh sometimes it has gotten to the point where it's like i can only breathe through my mouth that nose is way too cloggy mm-hmm. And that's disgusting,
1: it is <laughs> like, oh gosh, a mouth breather. How do you fall asleep, breathing through your mouth
0: i mean i I don't, I don't think it's something that you'd actively think about
1: no <laughs> until you're doing it <laughs> and you're sick, and uh, speaking of that though, I mean a lot of people are getting sick with this weather. It was so yeah. beautiful this morning, the snow was falling.
0: uh my mom was <laughs> sick for like most of this weekend Mm -hmm. after thanksgiving and uh it it just it brought down the house Mm because like my mom was sick and uh and we had a break so like we could have been doing other things and doing things with her but yeah we couldn't because she was sick and um uh Actually, um, I on Black Friday, I I got the new or I bought the Tom Holland Spider Man movies because mm. uh, my parents hadn't seen the newest one, and uh, we don't have either of them on DVD, but now we do. <laughs> and so we we sat at home and watched that new Spider Man one, and it it was I think the second or third time that I've seen it, and it's still really fun to watch. Really oh yeah yeah there's only
1: like one or two movies i can watch over and over and never get sick of and one of them is the incredibles
0: oh yeah i, I everyone loves the original incredibles mm-hmm. i I've, think the second one was amazing it was really good but it's it's like you just cannot tap the first one no and i i loved like when i saw it in the theater how they're like we're sorry <laughs> We know you've been waiting for 15 years. Oh, yeah. We're sorry. (laughs) Well, they got one. That's great. Um, uh, Did you do anything uh, for Black Friday? No.
1: My mom is the only person in the family that does anything. She goes out with some of her girlfriends and, (laughs) you know. Uh,
0: Yeah, like, my family, we've never really done anything for Black Friday, but Mm because my mom was home sick, my dad and I decided to go out, see what there was, like, in the afternoon. Was it crazy? No. Because like, no. it was after the morning rush.
1: So. I just think it's stupid for Black Friday to be right after Thanksgiving. It is. It, it's it, like, I oh, I agree. love you, family, family, family's what matters, family's what matters, and then everyone's fighting over TVs. But yeah. seriously, how people buy these tvs where are you putting these tvs like how many tvs do you need in your house people are walking out like with three or four tvs i mean what you're gonna gift them to people it's just it's such a good deal they can't you know if, if there's something for sale like 95 percent off and you don't want it at all but it's 95 percent off you might buy it
0: yeah and that's the whole point and i i just don't like how how soon it is after thanksgiving Oh yeah, the next day it just yeah, and like so stores are opening earlier and earlier with their sales. Like mm-hmm. there are some stores that started doing some of their sales at like nine or ten p.m. on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and to me that that's just sad. Like don't don't encroach on this other holiday. Mm-hmm. I think that exposes the decadence of the, this consumer society. Yes.
1: You know, for the most part, it's really good and great and fun and whatever, but that just exposes... That, like, brings out the worst in people.
0: Yeah, it, it does, and it's one of the the things that happens with the capitalist society that we have.
1: You, have you ever seen Christmas with the Cranks, that movie? Uh, no, I have not. Where, oh, and there's this scene where the... the Two ladies are like, oh, hello, nice to see you. And then they're fighting over the last hickory honey ham. (laughs) And they're like, oh, my gosh, they start. Someone runs it over, and then she's like, I'm going to buy. I want to buy your ham. I'll pay whatever you want. It's just, I don't know. I didn't explain that very well. Uh,
0: (laughs) um, Ashley said that uh, Walmart's uh, open at 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving every year. And um, also, like, the people who had to work, um, Brooke commented that, like, her old work on New Year's Eve, working from 6 p.m. to 2 a.m. was mandatory minimum wage pay.
1: Mm.
0: and that Not just, even good pay. That sounds awful.
1: And they're, if they're open from 6 to whatever, I mean, if they open at 6, that means the workers have to be there a little bit earlier.
0: And then you're not at home with your family for nope. New Year's, and you're not having fun. You're at work.
1: But you're making minimum wage. <laughs> all right. Go you. Minimum wage is for people like us in college who can't you know, work all the time. We just need a part-time. We need a little bit of money so we can pay whatever. Minimum wage is not a job uh, for full-time people. Originally,
0: like, it, the intention of minimum wage was for it to be the minimum amount you need to live.
1: For families too.
0: Uh, at least for one person.
1: At least for one person, yeah. And I think a full time minimum okay. wage worker living in their own place can live a very mm. poor lifestyle.
0: Uh, they can.
1: They wouldn't die. You know, they would be able. They'd have the worst insurance in the world. It would be the bare minimum of everything.
0: And. But I, I don't. So, oh, go, go ahead. I was going to get political. Yeah, and, uh, I was I, just going to say go I don't ahead. really. I don't really ahead.
1: think a fifteen dollars minimum wage would work. There's inflation. There's you know. It's just. It's it, that. Here's the thing. It's such a large jump. I mean, like in 2010 or something, wasn't it like 7.45? And now it's like 9.40. And now people want to just go to 15. I mean, I, as teachers, I mean, as starting teachers, we're gonna make like
0: 22. And uh, like the actual uh, like if it's a progressive change up to 15 dollars an hour, then that's good. That makes sense. Yes. A, a sudden jump would probably shake things up a bit too much. Yeah. But I think it should definitely be raised because you cannot live on one minimum wage job now. Well, if
1: they're going to raise and, the minimum wage, what about so what if I'm a person making $15 right now? What would happen to me if minimum wage jumped to 15? Would
0: I get a bonus? Would I make 5 more dollars an hour? I you'd be able to maintain your same standard of living that you're currently living as just the minimum for what people need to pay their employees so they can live. And okay. It's, and then some people are saying that, like, uh, fast food workers and, uh, like, the f- salesmen at the front desk or whatever, mm-hmm. they shouldn't get minimum wage or they... they get treated horribly Mm -hmm. first of all and then they get treated like that they're the lowest in the company and they shouldn't be making this much money and like if you treat people like that you're ignoring the fact that we need these jobs to be filled Mm -hmm. and people need to have these jobs and then now those
1: kiosks are replacing everything
0: yeah, But then what are those people going to do for a job And the kiosk takes over? Uh, that's part of the reason why a minimum wage needs to be raised for people who actually have these, like, entry-level jobs can mm-hmm. actually support themselves. Mm-hmm. And people who did get displaced from other jobs, they can enter a company to work their way up and still be able to survive. Right. And... Uh, I like.
1: I know people that won't get married because they want the benefits. Yeah. When you get married, you pay a lot more.
0: Yeah. There's there's ups and downs to taxes with mm-hmm. uh, married. Uh, I don't know many specifics at all. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm not married. I don't know. Yeah. We're we're 18.
1: I want and- to be in a relationship. I'm just waiting for the right person
0: you're getting very quiet all of a sudden really Uh, yeah (laughs) well i don't know
1: i just see people all over you know i feel like when you're with someone you're happy and i know i know there's like oh you have no idea it's so hard to be in a relationship enjoy your freedom you have freedom from happiness like i can't i can't please myself all the time (laughs) Like, don't take that sexually. Um, <laughs> just, I don't know. There's some... Being with another person is just... I'm nice. How did I get into that? I don't know. We were talking about married because we were talking about minimum wage. We brought up minimum wage because we were talking about... Who knows? Is I, that oh, it was,
0: it was the comment. Um, mm,
1: yes. The comment by Abby... Emily, what was her name?
0: Uh was brooke oh it was brooke (laughs) i was close and uh she also just said that um like in charlie and chocolate factory when the machine took over and the dad lost job he became the person who fixes the machine when it breaks down granted there are people that can do that but then there's also people who don't have the training to actually fix machines mm-hmm. and they don't have those requirements
1: and that's like a specialized thing you know not it's not like you know anyone and you just think of your average joe anyone can be a cashier you know if you know how to count money whatever like don't think too hard into that Granted, but not everyone can be a kiosk manager
0: also uh to be a cashier you have to be 18 to actually handle money oh really you're not allowed to if really you're under 18
1: i didn't know that yeah that's that's crazy. Oh, by the way, Brooke, Brooke just said that she could take out her headphones and make the entire um, fuck listen to us <laughs> if she could. Hey, Brooke, if you can find a way to like plug your phone or whatever into like a speaker source, that'd be great.
0: Yeah, we want to subject everyone to what we're saying. That would be a great idea. That was heavy sarcasm for anyone that missed it. <laughs>
1: go. Uh, Someone's asking how to get to the Break from Boredom podcast right now, actually. Go to Mixler or, like, what's. It, can, they can uh, just Cardinal go to cardinalradio.com
0: yeah. or get the Mixler app and uh, go to Cardinal Radio. Um, yeah, it, there's a lot of oh, radio things that we could be come. arguing about, which was not the intent of this episode.
1: That'd be cool if we had, like, a real fight. On air. <laughs> That'd be crazy. <laughs> That'd be really awkward when we finish the show. It's like okay, and we're final done. show of the year.
0: Yeah, yeah. throwdown time.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> happy I'm, festivus! I'm doing an op-ed for the paper right now. Now I have I'm, you know, I'm the guy that likes to tackle controversial topics. Like I did a, you know. I less controversial. I did a, an article on why teachers deserve more respect, but then I did an article on you know, patriotism and like just you know I was talking about a ton of stuff like LGBT and uh, like female rights, like you know j- equality. I had an article titled "True Equality is Not Something We Want," and I'm sure a lot of people looked at that and were like, "Whoa!" They probably
0: looked at the headline and just burned
1: it, ignored the rest of it. Yeah. And I wish the headline were something different, maybe like consider what he called. I don't know. When I tackle controversial subjects like that, I usually address both sides well enough that people don't hate me in the end. But I'm going to take a nice little holiday break from the controversy. I'm doing an article on why Santa Claus is real. (laughs) And I'm going to talk about the joy that he brings kids. And that joy isn't fake.
0: You know,
1: so it'll be a sweet little end of the year. Arctic, I'm going through too many suckers. Don't look at that. I, there's in here that Brendan, the VP, wants us to finish, and I just eat them.
0: You've been eating them this entire time.
1: This entire show I've eaten. <laughs> I think this is my fourth or fifth one. But,
0: yep. Um, but, yeah, it'll be a, a good change of pace to your normal op-ed.
1: It and will. It'll be fun. It won't be, like, heated.
0: Uh, what... What sort of plans do you have for the break between semesters?
1: Well, my family never, like, travels for Christmas. Our entire family lives, like, my cousins are across the road. My grandpa is seven houses down, which Mm. is really, really nice. Uh, I know not everyone can say that. You know, I have a friend, their sister lives in, you know, missouri and then their their nephew is in oregon and montana and it's like wow that's crazy you only see him like once a year or whatever yeah if that so we are local we stay at home we'll go to santa's house and whatever and uh, my sister's in high school now so my sister's in ninth grade i'm in college my mom really loves all the santa stuff like she does not want me and my sister to like grow out of that yeah she wants us to sit on santa's lap and like okay oh, your picture <laughs> like tradition and all that and as we get older it's like okay yay you know that's fun <laughs> and you know we have elf on the shelf do you yeah. have elf on the shelf uh, or no. something well like claire claire my sister and i you know we're getting older you know it's like You'd think, oh, Elf on the Shelf is more for kids. Well, you know, we still have fun with it. You know, we we like to imagine and just really enjoy the spirit of Christmas and what it's about. And you know, if it really were about Christmas, it'd be like um, Jesus on the something that rhymes with Jesus. <laughs> Jesus on the on the I, I don't know where you're going with this. Jesus on the shelf doesn't <laughs> sound. <laughs> Jesus on the oh, they should they have Elf on the Shelf. If they want to make it more appropriate, it should be Jesus on the cross. Just put old Jesus uh, on the cross. I, I every day you get I, to put Jesus on the cross. I and you get to do the nails yourself. Okay, sorry. Whoa, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh. I'm sorry. I am a, a- devoted to- Christian. Uh, apologies to the Church of Life. Oh shoot, that's right We're sponsored by the Church of Life Uh oh Um, Well, I I, I say that in the most Never mind Stop talking while I can
0: Okay, I was gonna say that There's been a lot of uh, just memes shared of different things. So like you've heard of Elf on the Shelf. Now get ready for yes Julius Caesar in the freezer. Caesar in the
1: freezer. Uh, <laughs> Coolius and the no Julius and the Coolius. Uh, what else? there's so many funny
0: ones. There's a lot of them. Yeah. they're very popular. <laughs> um, Caesar in the freezer. Uh, that's what I said first. Oh, it is. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Um, but like uh for Christmas for what i 'm doing like um my my like my grandparents are all divorced and remarried, so we have four families christmases that like for every holiday there's That's a bonus four families that we do things, so with. you get like four times of stuff, yes, but um
1: there's a party going on, sorry,
0: oh, okay, they had their speakers on way too loud <laughs> um partying so uh on christmas eve we always go to one of my grandparents houses mm-hmm. in davison which is uh, how far is davison it's mm-hmm. a little further than frankenmuth oh it's not bad no uh it's between here and F- er, mm-hmm. and so we go there speaking of flint no <laughs> <laughs> we did that already mm-hmm. <laughs> but um we go there on christmas eve with that side of the family and do presents there. Mm-hmm. and then uh, we always go back to our house and my parents have a tradition of getting me and my brother new pajamas and we open new pajamas on Christmas Eve and for us to wear to bed for oh that's uh, nice for Christmas Eve. That's fun. And then uh, this year, um, my other grandma on my dad's side asked uh, us to go to their house to do something the uh the 26th so we're doing something then and um my actually this year uh i'm doing something a little extra special because my girlfriend and i are taking a trip to chicago over break for a few days wow what are you gonna do there uh we have tickets to see mean girls and that's the only thing that's really planned Hmm. um And then we're also taking a trip to Frankenmuth for a night and staying there. Uh, So it's going to be a really fun break for us. And my dad was talking about going with uh, his sisters-in-law and uh, going down to Florida to see his grandma. Because she turned 99 this year. And they were making plans for how to get as many of the family together together. To go on her birthday next year for her 100th birthday. 99 is quite the
1: accomplishment. So she was born in 1920? Yeah. The roaring 20s. We're almost in the next roaring 20s. Can you believe that? What Um, are we going to say now? You know, like, no one really said, oh, back in the 10s. You know, people didn't say that, as far as I know. But people say, oh, back in the 60s. When I I was a kid in the 80s, like, we're going to be in another 20s.
0: It was like there was the thousands and then there's now
1: (laughs) yeah i know like what in people when people in like 1920 were they like oh back in the 70s referring to the 1870s i mean i just have to assume so but we have like so much culture associated with each decade yeah you know music wise and you know politically
0: you know just and events And the Roaring Twenties was originally like the height of the jazz. Mm-hmm. Uh so like a Great Gatsby time. Yeah. And speaking of Great Gatsby, uh Pit and Balcony is that's their next show that they're doing. Um I I was gonna audition for it, but I completely forgot when the auditions were, mm-hmm. which was like this week. <laughs> Earlier this week. <laughs> uh, is it
1: just a play? Yeah that looks that looks like it'd be cool. I might want to go
0: to that. Yeah, that it sounds like it'd be a lot of fun to do. Mhm. Um so um we have a full month of a break between semesters. That's crazy to
1: me. Like when I was in high school there was a day we had we had school on the 23rd.
0: I know. It, it it's, was
1: kind of ridiculous, but yeah.
0: And it's like we
1: all we were doing were like doing Christmas snowman coloring, and it's like, come on, why are we here?
0: Yeah, it's like, oh, in high school, you get a week and a half, mm-hmm. it, and then you're back. <laughs> Someone gave a speech today in public speaking
1: about. She gave a speech of tribute to having Fridays off at Saginaw Valley. When I found out we didn't have classes on Friday, I was like what <laughs> like that's so easy you know like three days to just
0: i know three day weekend it's so nice mm-hmm. and like, it's very nice just this thanksgiving break having no school from wednesday to sunday mm-hmm. it's already thrown me off my habit for this like next week and a half i have to come back to school because mm-hmm. like um i also got a the new fire emblem game Ooh. on black friday and my dad loved fire emblem i like as of right now uh <laughs> on tuesday i put about seven hours into it is already. that for the wii uh, for the switch the switch okay
1: that's <laughs> the wii
0: the wii was very cool when it first came out oh it was the hot it was the hot deal like it, everyone it, talked <laughs> about it Nintendo is just off doing its own thing, while Microsoft and Sony are competing over very similar things. Mm-hmm. Nintendo comes out on a completely different year doing something completely different to what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So it's always always weird and fun to see what Nintendo does yeah. when they release something new. Uh.
1: <laughs> the only th- like, I don't care how crappy a video game looks. What I care about is a frame rate, and if a game has bad frame rate and stutters, it just gives me a headache and it makes me annoyed. It's like, come on, like, yeah, perform well. Just Cause Three, do you know that? Uh, yeah, I'm familiar. My God, I don't have it, but I got it I'm for Xbox it. One. I have an Xbox One X. I specifically bought an Xbox One X because it is the most powerful console, and it has better frame rate. And Just Cause Three still won't perform well, and I think that's because of the game, not the console. Probably. But come on, Just Cause Three is such a fun game, but when it lags, it's like you 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 like destroy a a ship or something, and the whole game freezes. It's like what kind of fun is that? I mean, you can buy the game right now for like dollars. Yeah. So that just goes to show.
0: And it was just Cyber Monday yesterday. Mm-hmm. I I looked at a. There few... were some good deals. I. I looked at a couple things and uh, I didn't really have much need for anything. Mm-hmm. And uh we we had a a wife and a uh, little party for Cardinal Radio yesterday. Mm-hmm. And uh that was so much fun. It it was a lot of uh bonding with everyone else that you know it it's it goes more than just the meetings. It's like Yeah. Oh, I never go to a meeting and feel like I'm in a meeting.
1: Yeah. It's like a fun, you know, we get what we need to get done, done. Like feeding the, feeding the Yumis or whatever. uh, It's a Neopets account, thank you. Yeah, (laughs) Umizoomis or Neopets.
0: But I do believe it is dying. (laughs) Brendan really cares about the Neopets. We didn't feed it yesterday. What? I know. We went a whole meeting and we didn't feed our Neopet. Oh gosh, that's terrible. (laughs)
1: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably suffering right now Isn't it funny how we like give emotion To things
0: that don't exist Like living And Like what about okay. robots Oh robots one, have feelings Oh, one thing that like Humans are biologically like Trained to do is try to recognize Faces in things So that's why you see so many Faces in obscure Things Like a oh. uh, uh, power outlet There's a little face there Mm-hmm. or like everyone thinking oh there's a face on mars but there's not it was how the shadows were lined up that's i never thought of it like that there
1: was one where it was like the moon was like a waxing crescent or a waning crescent so it looked yeah. like a smile and there were two stars by it and <laughs> just funny stuff like that it's cool we do tend to like personify everything yeah like and, well constellations were like oh look at that it's a it's a blah. look I, at that cloud it looks like it's uh, smiling at me
0: for constellations it used to be the whole like um having to do with mythology, like, mythology and, stuff, yeah. and like crops and planting seasons yeah. and astrological signs of, you know it's funny because i'm taking astronomy next semester astrology is what i said astrology is the one with signs and horoscopes astronomy is the science
1: oh okay (laughs) oh well i wish i knew that before i signed up for astronomy (laughs) i like astrology i like constellations though you'll definitely do a lot of those in astronomy astronomy okay because like i don't like science classes i just don't i really do not they're not captivating to me they're not fun uh you know, some of the ideas are fun. Like, whoa, look at that! It's so small, microscope. Oh, look, it's a cell. Ooh. But like, <laughs> I hate math in science. Uh, Here's else? the thing: I find math and science fascinating, but not fun. History, okay, I and can understand. History that. and English classes, and like studying the past, like that's fun to me. I really enjoy that. Uh, but science uh, and math is just this like boring process.
0: Uh, for. Like the hardest thing to wrap your mind around with astronomy is the distance between everything. Oh, do you learn about like light years and all that? Yeah, because okay. everything is like light years away that beyond our solar system. Mm-hmm. So you have to go over light years really early, and that's very hard to picture in your mind what a light year is. Buzz. <laughs>
1: Oh, so do you take astronomy? Like did uh, you I, I taken took, it or
0: I took a class in high school cuz when we switched to a 7 hour schedule that was one of the classes that got added. Okay, yeah. Uh that was uh one of the classes that my dad got to teach. Oh, that's cool. Uh so we uh we did that for uh, I took it for a whole year and it it was a lot of fun. Um we did a lot of history over astronomers that's and, cool, yeah. Uh, like, history of, like, telescopes and like lenses. Galileo, uh, Copernicus. Eratosthenes. Er- yeah. Uh, a lot of them. So you learn the history of
1: it, too. So it's like, oh, this is the first man to think that the sun was the center of the
0: universe. And, like, yeah. our
1: solar system, it's not, like, a bunch of math, is it? No. Okay. Well, that's,
0: like... It depends on the class, because that one, whoa. he was specifically told not to make it a hard class. I wish all my
1: professors were told that.
0: (laughs) Don't make it a hard class. This was for high school. That's
1: true. And we're big college people now. Yeah. And it's dark out already. And it's five. Sunset is at five o'clock. That doesn't make sense. It's depressing.
0: Uh, I think there's a fight to get rid of the whole time change thing. Really? Uh, because uh, for like daylight savings. Mm hmm Because uh. Its original purpose doesn't make much sense anymore. What it,
1: was the original
0: purpose? It was like to save energy for people being at home. And like, I thought it was cuz the calendar was screwed up. No, that's that has nothing to do with daylight savings time. Oh. That that has to do with leap years. Mm. <laughs> well, I like I liked I like
1: Fall back and daylight saving because it's a change you know it's a change of scenery it's like oh look now it's bright out at six o'clock that's kind of fun that's neat you know i don't want it to be the same every single
0: time it's a hard thing to adjust to but also it's uh, cool i'm not sure what professor you have but brooks said that astronomy with chamezian is really fun if you put in the effort she got an a without trying also wrapping your head around everything she talks about just makes it all very impressive
1: that really stinks because that name does not sound familiar (laughs) um i can look right now and while we talk um
0: yeah i that's part of the reason why like i've really uh been fascinated with a lot of space is because of that astronomy class because it opened up like my eyes to a lot of different things Mm -hmm. especially because like the un like Everything is constantly expanding further out, which is why we think of it as the Big Bang. But it's also expanding outward at an ever-increasing rate. Exponential? I'm not sure. Hmm. But things are going beyond uh, being possible to see. So there are stars that will disappear in... Uh, in future lifetimes so that just makes me wonder how many stars were around in like greek and roman times that like they had cataloged that aren't around anymore yeah well is it could some of them have like died or? Uh, of course there are stars that do die and when they die they either like supernova yeah or um. Uh,
1: they turn into I, like a neuron star or something it, like that. There's a, weird. a lot
0: of different things that can happen when it dies depending on the mass of the original star. Mhm. And there's a lot of different things that can happen. And brown stars are a thing that are very weird that I had to do a presentation on mm. that are very confusing and I don't really get like, how there are so many differences in the stars. <laughs> I don't know how we figure any of this stuff out. Honestly, uh, I don't
1: even know how much of it is true. It's like scientists are just saying, oh, this is this is uh, this. And it's
0: because we've put in many, many years of research, and yeah. we have lots of telescopes everywhere. We have telescopes in the atmosphere, or, like, in Earth's orbit. We have it's, telescopes outside of our
1: own atmosphere that are yes. telescoping. <laughs> Other things, that's cool. Yeah,
0: that that eliminates some of the actual interference of our atmosphere. Yeah. It, so they're out in Earth's orbit constantly looking at things, and we send satellites to different planets to learn about them. Mm-hmm. And it's like all this different stuff that we put a lot of money into, like the whole space race and everything. We did a lot... A, we spent a long time talking about the space race.
1: There's really not a lot that we need to, like, wh- why are we putting so much money into something that's not going to benefit anybody? Like how is learning about because space? Curiosity. Gonna... That's true. Curiosity and like the ever expansion of knowledge and human discovery. It's a big thing, but we can't even like solve problems it's, here on earth. It's and we our wanna... quest for knowledge. Yes. And,
0: and that's a dangerous you know, quest. I've said this before, but I still love talking about it is how, We have learned so much about space, but we have learned so little about our own oceans. Yeah. And, like, it's because we're curious about what we can see. Not everyone's around the ocean. And people that aren't around the ocean, why would they care? They can see the stars. Mm -hmm. They can see space. and. Um, you know how Galileo got in trouble with the church? No. Uh, oh, because he proposed that. Er, well, l- like, uh, you no, know, that was Copernicus. Uh, Ooh, what did gal- well, Okay. What did Galileo do? Uh, Copernicus did a heliocentric theory, and then the church later decided no, it is uh, geocentric, and then Galileo uh, said. No, it is heliocentric, and that's one of the reasons that they got mad at him. Mm-hmm. And they put him under house arrest. Oh, God. And so because so didn't was, burn
1: him alive.
0: Uh, because he was under house arrest, he had a lot of time to just sit at home and look up into space and look at the stars through a telescope. And so he spent a long time documenting a lot of different stars and... Yeah. Um, I think he looked to the sun through a telescope and, like, uh, that's, like partially blinded himself. Wow. It's kind of cool, though. Yeah. It, it, there's a lot of cool history with astronomy. Uh, when I was a kid, I used
1: to like to look at the sun. You know, it would burn a little, but it was fun to do. I don't know.
0: Uh, we're both here wearing glasses. Ah, yeah, no
1: <laughs> kidding. I got a text from Coop you know do you have that uh yeah like robot thing uh-huh. you know i really liked him at first but now he's asking me personal questions he's saying hey connor is your tuition all set and paid for oh my goodness! he said reply y or n <laughs> i'm gonna reply none of your business because like i don't need to be re- i'm already being emailed about it i don't need a little robot thing texting me telling me to pay my tuition like I'm getting sick and tired of this whole tuition thing. I know I should be really proud and happy because SVSU has low tuition, but still, like, it's uh, not fun. Uh,
0: I, yeah, I got that paid for this weekend for next semester.
1: I'm still sour about the money that I was not allowed to keep <laughs> because yeah. I was fully covered. Well, I wasn't fully covered. I was covered for one semester. <laughs> so then the, now the next semester, I don't have enough money. And they're like, oh, we gave the money away. It's like, great. <laughs> That's great. You're probably putting it towards a space race.
0: <laughs> There's a very funny John Mulaney a uh, bit in one of his stand-up comedy things talking about uh colleges being very irresponsible with money. Really? Like because they're constantly asking you for money mm-hmm. and um like whenever they talk to you they're asking for money uh, and <laughs> it's like I paid and you've spent it all. (laughs) What did you do with this money?
1: (laughs) um, I don't know where my own money goes. So,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It goes to feeding yourself while you have to stay out at campus.
1: That's true. I'm going to get Subway before I go home and then I have to come back at 10 o'clock at night for an international student club meeting. And I like those meetings. It's just like, Really? 10 o'clock at night? I'm a commuter. It's not very fun. Yeah. Uh,
0: also- Maybe I'll skip it. I don't know. I don't need to- go, I need to go to, like, so many, but- The the Cardinal Night Live, that, it was supposed to be last night for their holiday show, whatever. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That got moved because of, the, like, uh, actual theaters, like, holiday show that they perform every year.
1: Yeah, they're doing that on Wednesday, I think. Uh, so Wednesday in the, in the,
0: in, I don't know the Marshall field. Yes.
1: Marshall field. yep. Uh, so the main big one.
0: So the CNL, uh, got moved to Thursday. Uh, so Thursday night Cardinal night live at ten thirty at night. Oh God.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm going to a jazz concert at seven thirty. 30. Well, you know, what's fun about the Vanguard is that I can take stories and then invite some friends to come see it. It's like, hey, do you want to hang out? I, I'm doing a story on a concert. You know, we can get dinner and then watch the concert or whatever. All you'd have to do is like, you know, all I have to do is interview someone afterward, and like we can hang out or whatever. It's really fun. It's a good excuse for me to hang you know, out with friends, and hang out, go do things. Yeah, it's <laughs> like I'm making money to go hang out with friends and watch a concert. You know, all I have to do is write a little story about it. And
0: are you making money though?
1: I am. You are a little bit. I get mm, like thirteen dollars for every story. Op eds more like fifteen. Um, I usually take three stories at the most. I take three stories. I don't. I usually try not to take more than three because that's that's a lot. a lot to handle. Yeah, and you know I don't want to just like hog a million stories. Um, usually, usually I don't. Usually it's not. There aren't that. I usually don't ever get more than three, but. Occasionally, I'll do just one or two. Um, two is probably what I like. So I make like $45. A, $40. a. <laughs> pro, okay, $60 every time I get paid is probably what I make for doing stories. So it's $0.03 cents per word. Every word I write is $0.03. Cents.
0: That's not too bad. I'm
1: not complaining. I would do it if I didn't get paid. I'm not saying I don't want to be paid. I'm not saying like, <laughs> "Oh, Connor doesn't want to be paid." No, I like being paid. I'm just saying it's something really fun that I I would I would probably have applied for that job if it were purely voluntary. Valley to, Vanguard please District Oh no. Him no. No, no, no. He, he doesn't no. want to oh, be Oh, we're paid. breaking up. Sorry, guys. <laughs> pup dates. Let's go into pup dates before before <laughs> Ethan says anything else.
0: Uh, we we have uh, oh my
1: gosh! We really we, do need to go into pup dates. We do.
0: Uh, it is our our last show before. Oh no! Before the
1: 2019.
0: It, it is last show of the year.
1: Oh no! Oh so man, sad. And you have two you saw the tissues? What?
0: <laughs> you have two weeks of of pup dates. Uh,
1: I have some good stuff. Okay. Can uh, I do you like want to a, start off? Yeah. I also have a, a a cat date. Ooh. What what's a cool word for that? Pup date a what's a
0: uh i don't know nothing really fits a a kitty
1: kitty corner
0: no that's another thing (laughs) um,
1: whisker with something that's like you know whisker pup update update yeah what's a word that means update like a different word uh, inform. Inform.
0: Uh, I have no idea. What, what about
1: meow? Like a like a like a meows or? We're gonna have to think about that. I'm gonna have something really <laughs> creative for 2020 though. Um, because hear, hear that, everybody! You know, He's coming back. I am coming back. Um, Stronger and better than ever. Well, well, I hope so. We'll see. <laughs> uh, my dog was super energetic yesterday. And I know I have two weeks to cover here, but yesterday he was super energetic. He was running faster than he's ever run before. Also, he has a big tumor on his side, so he's always at the front door barking when I get home. I open the door, and it like I couldn't open the door because his tumor was getting stuck on the door. Oh, poor guy. Um, He's been really fun, and he's been he was really like I swear he was going through a phase or something because he was really, really annoyed. Two weeks ago, like, if we had food, he would start barking unless we gave it to him, when usually he just, like, sits down and whines a little, and that's it. (laughs) Um, And then my cat, we actually put up a Christmas tree. My cat hates a change in scenery. It was scary for her. She was not prepared for there to be a tree. We moved the couch. We moved the lazy boy. And she likes to sit on the couch by the window.
0: So how old is this cat?
1: Oh, we got her. She was a kitten when I was in second grade Hmm.
0: so we've had her for a good while so she should be used to it by now
1: she should be yeah but you know every year it's like she gets so used to it she has her little perch on the couch by the window and then the lazy boy um by the door but now the lazy boy's near the kitchen and now the now the couch is moved and the tree is at at the window so now she's like hiding from everything and just yesterday she came out of her little hiding spot in like a bedroom or something and started like feeling around around the lazy boy and she went under the tree kind of get used to it she loves under the tree nice little place for her but she's just she's really sweet and and our dog doesn't care it's like
0: everything's normal but um so you didn't get to hear last week uh I told everyone that um, Chewy, our Pitbull Chocolate Lab mix, got a little sweater.
1: <laughs> oh, wait. I heard about that, though. Didn't you say you like you dress your pets? No. Right? Or was this...
0: We, we don't dress our pets. It's just uh, she needs a sweater because her uh, fur is very thin. Oh, okay. It, so if she's outside, it's really good to have a sweater on her. That's funny. That's cool. <laughs> Not funny and like, oh, ha
1: ha, but... It is... Kind it's interesting. Funny. It's <laughs> interesting. You know, usually their fur is enough for them.
0: Uh, some would say that's fascinating. We tend to say that a lot. <laughs> oh yes, yes.
1: <laughs> that that is definitely very quotable. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's cool. That's-
0: yeah, there's not a whole lot has happened since then. Um, uh, I had another story last week. That um, I don't really want to get into because it was a longer story. Mm-hmm. Um, but our our dogs—they were having a great time with everyone at our house. It made them exhausted. But
1: Thanksgiving must have been a yeah. big
0: yeah. Because they got to wait for food scraps by everybody. They didn't get many, but they waited by everyone. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's funny how
1: animals like. You could give them you know do you ever come home with fast food and you're like dog I could give you my entire meal and you would still be begging for more. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's funny.
0: Um but uh my friend told me that like dogs can't really um feel like the heat in their mouths like when they're taking a bite of something. So that's why like when they like, bite something that's really hot or spicy that they, like, keep opening their mouths so wide because they don't, like, spit it out. They just keep eating it. Huh. And they can't really tell that it's that hot when they start eating it. But they don't spit it out. They just keep eating it and try to, like, air out their mouths at the same time. Because they don't feel... That's interesting. I, I don't know how true that is, but I heard that from my friend and... I haven't looked into it, but it sounds fun, and well, yeah, like it could I mean, be true.
1: There was one time I like got a pizza out of the oven, and my dog was there, and I was like, "Oh, I could give him some," and then I was like, "No, this is like super hot. I mean, he would, you know."
0: He'd hurt himself.
1: Yeah, if I just took like a hot, a hot tray and just put it on the floor, and he started licking it, like he'd be like, "Whoa!" <laughs> but then again, dogs are so. Like, honestly, I don't even know. He might, like, lick right through the pain just so he could get a little food. I'm not really going to find out. They they are very food motivated. Yes, they are. Um, But my dog is, you know, well, he's learned by now that, like, if we throw food into a bedroom or something, he's not going to get it because he knows that means he's going to get locked in there. (laughs) You know, he's not a fool. He's very smart, but he acts dumb.
0: (laughs) So... Let's um, see if anyone else... So, needs... I think that about does it for 2019. Um, mm-hmm. uh, check out Temple Fair uh, and the Church of Life. Um, we can be contacted at breakfromboredompodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can join our Facebook group or page, and uh, we will... Uh, let everyone know when we figure out a schedule for us for uh next semester it'll probably be a little while because we've got to get a time slot approved through the rest of the organization oh that's right we do have to do that because everyone is going to have shifting times Mm -hmm. so and
1: it'll be like a month before we are even back from break yes the break from boredom
0: we're having a break from a break from boredom that's funny that's what
1: we're (laughs) breaking from the break yeah that's funny (laughs) i like that I'm going to throw away my like six sucker wrappers
0: uh, Yes uh, Check out Cardinal Radio On, uh, on Twitter uh, You can see, listen to our podcasts On Apple Podcasts On SoundCloud Just search Break From Boredom Podcast And if you do manage To listen live Go either on CardinalRadio.com Or on Mixler through Cardinal Radio And you can comment live if you're on Mixler um, it's been a great
1: 2019 with everybody.
0: It has. It and has been very fun. It, this will be a 10th episode going up on, uh, yeah. online. And, uh, Our eyes
1: are focused on the future. Uh, Our future is crystal clear. <laughs> 2020. Uh, I used to be so proud of that, but now I'm just... Everyone says that joke yeah, now. Yeah, you know. know.
0: Um, but to uh, send everyone off, um, I we're going to play the song, 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover. It's oddly, it's, it's a Paul Simon song. My dad used to sing it to me, like, all the time because of the sheer amount of names and rhymes. Like, just slip out the back, Jack. Like, it's, it's that oh, song. <laughs> I was thinking
1: of, like, We Didn't Start the Fire. With That's all the Billy Ranges. Joel. That's Billy Joel. Okay.
0: Um... So, I like Paul Simon. Paul Simon and Billy Joel are both yeah. very good. Very good uh, writers and... And singers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, anyways, right. that's us for 2019. See you later. See you next year.